Welcome to Sheikhing It Up with Sheikh Fayaz, your daily dose of spirituality this Ramadan. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem, bismillahir rahmanir rahim, wa bihi nasta'in, was salatu was salamu ala Muhammadin wa alihi at-tahirin. Wantahi biniyyati ila ahsanin niyyat wa bi'amali ila ahsanil a'mal. Allahumma waffir bilutfika niyyati. وسحح بما عندك يقيني واستسلح بقدرتك ما فسد مني In these incredible words of Imam Ali Zain al-Abidin alayhi salam in his supplication known as Dua Makarim al-Akhlaq the Imam alayhi salam illuminates an incredibly important point when it comes to supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we are in a state of submissiveness, when we are in a state of supplication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are demonstrating, of course, our humility in front of Him. With the state or with the recognition that at the end of the day, it's impossible for that which I am seeking to change to actually change without His help and without His support. Which is why we are taught that the best ways to converse with God are either by placing our hands in front of us in supplication like we often do, or by entering into the state of sujood, prostrating toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And though when we are often raising our hands in front of God, we place our hands really close to our body, though we have ahadith of Ahlul Bayt alayhim salam that actually advise us that in a state of desperation and seeking from God with that sense of devotion and mindfulness that we are consistently seeking during the course of our du'a, it's actually encouraged to stand up and raise our hands and extend them as far as we possibly can. And we see this as a custom of the hadith within the hadith of the, had, of, of the Messenger وسلم, and his family. Where Imam Hussein alayhi salam, he would narrate that his grandfather Rasulullah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam would raise his hands in supplication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything, even if his slippers were broken. Where we have companions of Ahlul Bayt, peace and blessings be upon them, who would mention that they saw their Imam begging from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, begging in the same way that someone would be looking out for food or for money on the side of the street. In the narration of Dua Arafah of Imam al-Husayn alayhi salam, the narrators of the Dua, they say that the Imam alayhi salam, كَأَنَّهُ مِسْكِينٌ يَتْلُبُ That they saw Imam al-Husayn alayhi salam as if he was a poor person begging for food. So to show and to demonstrate by physical action, when it comes to our du'a and when it comes to our supplication, again, is a demonstration of reality of the heart. So I say this, my friends, that when we recite these words of Ali Zain al-Abideen salam, in the very early get-go of this incredibly powerful and moving and emotional supplication, we see this as a consistent theme. Which is why the Imam alayhi salam, he states, وَأَنْتِهِ بِنِيَّتِي إِلَىٰ أَحْسَنِ النِّيَّاتِ O Allah, and take my intention 
to the best of intentions. Meaning that within my own self, O Allah, I don't have the capacity to perfect my intention. And just how important is an intention when it comes to our deeds? The hadith states that at the end of the day, God is going to hold us to account for our actions via our intentions. If I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without any sense of understanding or recognition or even care that I should be in a state of utter and absolute submissiveness to the Lord of the worlds because He ought to be the object of my worship, but rather I only pray because I want to raise or I want a new car or I want to get married or I want to have children, then at the end of the day, that's not impermissible. It doesn't invalidate my prayer, but it's a conflation of my intention. And we want to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لِأَنَّهُ أَهْلٌ لذلك, in the words of Ali alayhi salam, because he is worthy of all worship not for any other reason. And that is what we are seeking during the course of the holy month of Ramadan. That, oh Allah, you have to help me such that I'm able to purify my intention, such that I only see you in the course of my acts, in the course of my deeds, in the course of my worship. But that doesn't only extend to ritualistic acts of worship, of course. It means in my care for my family, for my spouse, for my children, my service to community is not such that I can have my name plastered everywhere. No. What's that going to do in the world beyond this one? Undoubtedly, we find validation in those things. Undoubtedly, we find validation when our family members, our friends, our community offer us a sense of gratitude for whatever it is that we did. But again, if that is what we are seeking, and that is the ends and not the means to the ultimate end, Well, then again, there is a blur of reality when it comes to us understanding whether or not we have truly perfected our intentions. The Imam alayhi continues, and he says, And O Allah, allow for my deeds to be the best of deeds. Again, we can perform any good deed, but we can also always compare it to the better deed, as we know from the sunnah of Rasulullah Muhammad where he would always advise and he would always teach and he would always guide us to look internally such that we can take one more step up. In other words, we never want to get complacent with our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We never want to get complacent with our worship. We shouldn't look at others and say, well, look how many good deeds that I've accumulated over the last dozen years in comparison to my brother, my sister, my cousin, my aunt, even my parent. That's not important. At the end of the day, it's what potential do we have? What potential do I have to be a difference maker with my service, with my actions, with my behavior? That's again a common theme, not only during the month of Ramadan, but a question that we should wake up to every single day. How can I be better today than I was yesterday? You can't go to the gym and every single day lift the same weight. Because at the end of the day, you're going to plateau. You're not going to be able to grow. You're not going to be able to continue to build upon your own physical health. If every single day for the last dozen years, you've only been lifting the same weight. 
Similarly, when it comes to our deeds, when it comes to our worship, when it comes to our obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can't say, well, I did that yesterday and it's good. So let me just do it again. No, we want to get better. We want to improve. Of course, lifting the same weight every single day is better than someone who doesn't lift any weight at all, undoubtedly. But at the end of the day, why do we want to compare ourselves to those who aren't doing anything when the only person the only individual that we should be comparing ourselves to is who we are today and again what we have the potential to be tomorrow. That's growth, growth of heart, growth of soul. And then the Imam السلام, he continues and he states, Allahumma wafir bilutfika. نيتي وسحح بما إنك يقيني واستسلح بقدرتك ما فسد مني. And before I go through and translate these lines, let me again emphasize that point that I began with, and that is that when we are in supplicating to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we want to remind ourselves consistently. That nothing that we want in this dunya or akhara can truly be achieved except with the help and support of the Lord of the Worlds. We often state, "La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al-ali al-adim." What exactly does this mean? We say, "Oh Allah, there is no power, and there is no strength except for You, for You are the Lord of Might, and You are the Lord of Authority." I cannot stand, I cannot sit, I cannot speak, I cannot do anything unless and until you have given me that ability and capacity to do so. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم Undoubtedly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the source of all power. And undoubtedly, the Lord of the worlds is the source of all strength. So when we are actually seeking that we have a perfection of intention or that we reach the state of certainty that we're seeking to reach or we are hoping to rid our hearts of all of the vices. Yes, we can put forth the best effort and we should undoubtedly put forth our best effort. There's no doubt about that, that we have to be focused, we have to be diligent, we have to push forth. But if it's not with the help and with the support of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then my friends, we got nothing. We have absolutely nothing if it's not with that divine grace of this kind and merciful and compassionate Lord. And I don't need to remind you because I say this a lot and I'm going to continue to say this a lot over the next several nights during this blessed month of Ramadan. And that is that God wants us undoubtedly to be successful on this journey. But He wants to see us put that effort That's what he loves in the same way that we love to see that from our colleagues, from our employees, from our family members. We want to see people try. We want to see people put forth again their most diligent, their most concerted effort. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see that coupled with dua. And that is essentially why these lines are such an important reminder for us. In the dua, the Imam alayhi salam He states, Allahumma wafir bilutfika niyati. O oh Allah, that intention that I spoke about, that I want to reach the best of intentions, it can only be attained by your gentleness. So be gentle, be graceful with me, O oh Allah. 
وَسَحِّهْ بِمَا إِنْدَكَ يَقِينِ That certainty that I'm seeking, O oh Allah, that ability to see things truly the way that they are, for me to see with the sight of my heart and not only via the sight of my eye, O oh Allah, again, it can only be done with your help and with your support. You need to illuminate and offer me that sense of clarity that I'm seeking in anything and in everything that I do. Allow for me to not be distracted by the veils of this dunya that is so transient, that is so alluring, that is so attractive. But I am unable to do that without you, without your support, without your guidance, without your grace. And finally, the Imam salam, and this really important line, he says, وَاسْتَسْلِحْ بِقُدْرَتِكَ مَا فَسَدَ We admit in this moment all of our transgression, all of our wrongdoing, just how dark our hearts have become via disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, via our spending time with people and engaging in conversations that likely we shouldn't, via the sins of our eyes and of our tongues and of our ears. We say, oh Allah, I know that there are things within my heart that have been corrupted. Oh Allah, I know that there are certain faults, there are certain deeds there are certain things that I'm connected to that for some reason I just can't get out of. Oh Allah, I'm not so diligent with my prayers. Even my fast, I struggle with it so much and I want to utilize my tongue and speak poorly about people. I get angry at my family, at my friends. I judge people. I'm arrogant. I'm prideful. I am X and Y and Z. There's a lot of things that are wrong with me, O oh Allah. But at this moment, I'm admitting to you, I am humbling myself in front of you. I am performing what is known as al-i'taraf. I am telling you who I am. Even though you know and you know better who I am, than I know who I am. But at this moment, O oh Allah, I also know that the only way to rid myself to rid myself of all of these sins and all of these transgressions and all of this corruption of heart is via your power, is via your help, is by virtue of your strength. I can't do anything without you, O oh Allah. And at that moment, when we admit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, that humility that we show to Him, raising our hands in the darkness of night or prostrating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as tears well up in our eyes, that has all the potential to transform these hearts, to transform these souls, to allow us to take that very next step in terms of our relationship with Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and to allow for us to be amongst those to actualize these words and to speak them in a sincere manner. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow for our intention to reach the best of intention and to allow for our deeds to reach the best of deeds and to allow for our hearts and our souls that which is corrupt, that which needs purification to be cultivated by the power and the strength of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وآله الطاهرين
For more spiritual content year-round, follow Fayaz Jaffer on social media.